Broncos, the wellness podcast brought to you by Bronco Fit, Boise State's campus wellness department. We are found on the first floor of the Norco building and aim to make Boise State America's healthiest learning environment. We've created this podcast with the goal of bringing you quick wellness tips and tricks to incorporate throughout your day. My name is Elizabeth Bricker and I'm Hannah Campbell and we are Bronco Fit Peer Health Educators. started today, I just want to mention that Hannah and I are recording outside to capitalize on this beautiful autumn day, so if you hear any background noise, that's why. We usually record masked and distanced inside, but today we are masked and distanced outside for the benefit of our physical and mental health. Well, to all of my college students out there on the same schedule as Boise State, happy week 10 of this COVID fall semester. Even if you aren't as far along as we are in your semester or not in college, I just want to take a minute to acknowledge how far into the 2020 year we are and how far we've come. Wherever you are and whoever you are, you're doing a good job and we're proud of you. I know this year feels overwhelming, so just take a minute with us and think about three things that you feel like went right for you today. Thank you for joining us in that. I know when I spend time focusing on the good things in my life and the ways in which I'm grateful, I spend less time focusing on what I think is going wrong. Thank you for leading us in that, Liz, and kind of helping to ground us before we get started. So fall is officially in full swing, the leaves are changing, Halloween is this weekend, and that means winter is going to be here before we even know it. That's why we want to spend this week talking about how to stay well during winter, especially because things are probably going to feel different than past years as a result of COVID-19. Fall is personally my favorite time of year, and I associate it with cozy days in, which happens to work really well for our current times. However, I also associate it with connection to others and recognize that our regular routines may need to change. But to get started, we want to focus on some of our favorite parts and what we're looking forward to for fall. So for me, I'll be graduating this December, which is definitely my main highlight. But I've also just been enjoying small things like the fall leaves, good shows like Great British Bake Off, and hot chocolate. Liz, is there anything that you're looking forward to? Mm, Yay. Well, congrats on graduating. Thank you. I hope you find some time to really celebrate that despite the current times. I always rewatch Gilmore Girls in the fall. Um, So really excited to be participating in that. Um, Really like apple cider and carving pumpkins and looking at all the pumpkin spice and pumpkin flavored things at Trader Joe's. I just really enjoy the changing of the seasons, so I'm excited for that. This week's wellness tip is to plan your 2020 winter. Before we get started, I would like to thank NPR's Life Kit, Time Magazine, Bloomberg Media, and the Washington Post for the tips that we will be discussing throughout the episode. So as Hannah discussed, it kind of feels like fall just started, but we're actually a mere seven-ish weeks away from winter. Very exciting. So I know we've all been thinking about and a little bit dreading this winter, so I just want to take some time today to map out the ways in which we can make this season easier for all of us before it arrives and really feel like we are prepared to live out this pandemic winter. All right, so in preparing for this week's podcast, I read a few articles by things like the Washington Post, University of Washington Health, and the Mayo Clinic, and they were sharing some concerns that all this stress of this year could put people more at risk for experiencing seasonal affective disorder, also known as the acronym SAD. So according to University of Washington Health, the symptoms of that include a loss of interest or pleasure in things typically enjoyed, fatigue, concentration problems, sleep problems, weight gain, feelings of sluggishness or restlessness, irritability, or a sense of helplessness or hopelessness. 
And some problems that can kind of bring that on are just with winter, in addition to the regular stress, there's also just typical things like maybe less to do in the winter and less sunlight. So we wanna be really prepared to help avoid those feelings. And there are a couple tips that we prepared that can help us with that. So one of the first things is just lining up things that help. So making a plan for how to approach this winter before we fully get into it and laying the groundwork if you know things might get challenging. So for example, if you're someone who really thrives on exercise, figuring out how you're still gonna do that even when it's cold outside. And then going off of that, being active is a great tip. Regular exercise has been shown to reduce depression and help to prevent it, as well as shifting your focus. So instead of focusing on ourselves, turn our perspective to things outside of ourselves, like doing a kind act, helping someone and expressing gratitude. And going along with that, staying connected. So even though it might be cold outside, I think while it's been warm, we've been really taking advantage of outside gatherings because they can be safer. So we may need to adapt that, but we can still be connected. Um, so we may need to go back to things we were doing at the beginning of the pandemic, like Zoom, FaceTimes, phone calls, text, and just figure out what makes the most sense for you. I've seen a lot of creative ideas like doing Jackbox games together, Netflix together, and even like sending food to each other's houses and having a virtual hangout. Oh, that's so, so nice, I love that. Right, I love those ideas. So just finding things that make sense for you, if you know you're someone who doesn't enjoy Zoom, figuring out how you can still get around those things. And kind of um, going along with that, um, maybe scheduling those as a regular check-in before winter, so knowing like, oh, I'm gonna have a weekly phone call with this friend or relative, just so we can do that. And we kind of touched upon it at the beginning of the episode, but acknowledging that there may be a change to holiday traditions. There are a lot of holidays this time of year. Um, so I think it's important to start having those conversations early and share expectations, um, especially for gatherings that may be associated with like indoors or eating together, just being clear about what we expect for that and still being mindful of the little things that bring us joy and recognizing we can still celebrate safely. Another thing that can be helpful is maximizing our time in sunlight or even looking at things like light therapy. Um, I don't know about you, Liz, but I personally already had days where I feel like I don't see the sun all day. I'll get out yeah. of class and it's already oh, dark yeah, out. Been, I've been driving to work in the dark. Right. And that's been depressing. There's a lot of that. So just planning our day to maximize this time spent in sunlight. Like, I'm usually someone who runs my errands at night, but maybe trying to do it during the day when I have a gap in my schedule or even doing things like when I'm working from home, working by the window. And if you have less access to things like that, you can even consider a light therapy box and those are just meant to mimic natural sunlight and can help us with that. And then engaging in self-care. So just typical things that you do for your wellness routine, like eating healthy foods, prioritizing good sleep and maintaining those daily routines. It's also a great time to engage in play, something that the Mayo Clinic recommends because we might be spending more time indoors, it's a great time to find activities to engage in. So find something that you can like lose yourself in, lose track of time because you enjoy it that much. So you can either go back to something you love and maybe haven't had as much time for, or try to find a new hobby. And finally, we just wanna recognize that it's important to call your doctor if needed. So speak to a physician if you're experiencing some of those symptoms that I was talking about earlier. Um, or also even making a plan for wellness. So you may wanna take advantage of things like virtual therapy or resources right here on campus like counseling services or the free group counseling sessions that health services provides for us. 
those are great tips, Hannah, and I definitely will be trying some of those out as we move into the winter season. Awesome. Those are all really great tips. Um, so I just finished listening to NPR's Life Kit about the incoming coronavirus winter. Shameless plug for Life Kit and all things NPR. If you haven't listened to it already, it rocks. They have a lot of really good tips for just like daily life. And one of the things that they discussed was doing things now, preparing for the winter now, that future you would wish that you would have done. So essentially making investments in your future self, such as solidifying your physical activity and exercise routine, having a few easy meals on hand that you can regularly incorporate into your week, stacking your pantry and getting extra groceries prepped now before inclement weather starts, as well as getting your flu shot. Something that they suggested that I think that I'll start doing is buying like an extra can of beans when you go to the store or, you know, that extra one more thing of pasta than you would normally get. And I think that that is a really good idea because as we all experience like needing to go coronavirus grocery shopping, Mm -hmm. whereas like instead of taking things away from, you know, people who need them, just getting a few extra things rather than needing to make that one big, like really stressful panic inducing trip when you you know, someone gets coronavirus and you're going to need to be in quarantine, that sort of thing. So I really liked that suggestion. Yeah, I think that makes it a lot more manageable. And I just love that whole tip in general. I feel like, unfortunately, sometimes I have a mindset of like, oh, my future self will worry about that. Like, I'll do that then. But just doing that kindness to yourself now, and like you said, just doing it in like manageable steps like that, so it doesn't right. feel overwhelming, can make a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to get an electric blanket now because I know in January I'm really going to be excited about that. Just right. like little things like that, getting blackout curtains for, you know, just those sorts of things. And they also suggested getting your flu shot. I know we've um, talked about this before, but definitely consider getting that before we kind of hit into the real cold and flu season. So I know that we've also all been worried about seeing our friends less and in less safe context as winter sets in and kind of pushes us indoors. Um, So I would just suggest and kind of be thinking about before winter comes, creating a plan for seeing our friends and starting those conversations now. I personally have been making good use of my really, truly janky outdoor fire pit that's essentially just like five bricks in the dirt um, (laughs) that was there when we got the house. Um, Life Kit recommended investing in good winter gear, such as coats, gloves, and sweaters as we go on socially distanced walks and sit on our patios in the absolute freezing cold. It's just important not to give up essentially on our social lives and give up on those social connections, even though it can really feel like daunting to think of these these creative ways to see people just today in the you know cold of the morning I went for a walk with a friend I had my coat and it's kind of nice to go for a brisk winter walk and just like deciding I'm not going to give up on seeing my friends even if we have to be more creative with it I think is really important yeah absolutely I think that's a great tip yeah and as we always talk about Hannah setting boundaries Um, for yourself and for other people and figuring out your risk and comfort level now like would I like to only see my friends outside do I think that that's something that I would like to do going forward and do I still want to try to keep eating outside and only go to restaurants that have outdoor seating even in the winter what am I comfortable with if you've like already decided that for yourself then like in the moment those decisions aren't gonna feel over you know overwhelming thinking about should I go here should I do this you've already decided actually it's a boundary for me to only see people outside and if I can't then see them on FaceTime that sort of thing yeah and I think that helps you to feel so much like you said more confident in those decisions you're making I know that can be hard in like a last minute kind of situation where someone's asking you something but if you already kind of thought through what your boundaries are ahead of time I think that makes it a lot easier and then you can plan as we were kind of discussing earlier yeah earlier in in the summer and like 
July, I decided I'm not going to hug my friends and I'm not going to see them within six feet. And so when I was seeing people, I would let them know ahead of time via text. I would say like, just so you know, I'm not hugging right now. And I'd like to keep six feet of distance. And people were always really understanding about it. And it made me feel a lot better rather than like getting into that moment where we would like go to hug. Right. And I would have to reject their hug, which I've had to do before. I was definitely in that situation. I love the idea of thinking ahead of time. Honestly, like when this started, didn't even think about things like that. And then I'd like go to see someone and be like, uh. I don't know exactly, exactly. So before winter sets in, just kind of be thinking about, you know, what you feel is most comfortable for yourself. Um, something else that they suggested doing is just thinking about, like, what's the one thing right now that's just a constant, like, microaggression for me? Something that's really bumming me out about my routine. If that's your Zoom space or your exercise routine, just kind of focus on getting that figured out. Like, if it's just really not working for you to do laundry on Sundays and you just feel like every single week that's driving you crazy, try to fix that thing, you know, before we get settled into winter. Um, before the school year, I rearranged my desk space and rearranged my room, so maybe now's a good time to kind of give your room a refresh. Maybe buy a new pencil cup, get a new bedspread, just those little things. I got a new candle that even, you know, made a really big difference as we're heading inside and, you know, spending even more time in our houses now. Right. Those little things make way much bigger of a difference than we really think yeah, about. Just make things like as easy as possible on yeah, yourself. For sure. And then lastly, just like try to make it fun for yourself. As we kind of discussed earlier, the things talking about the things that we're excited for as we go into this season, that's super important. A lot of these articles that I read, 2020 winter is gonna be the worst winter yet. How we're all gonna be suffering in the winter of 2020. They really focused on the doom and gloom of the season that we feel like is kind of something that we're all wading into and I just would encourage you to be thinking about all the fun things that come with the season that we can look forward to and the ways in which we do enjoy you know being outside ice skating outside and going for walks looking at Christmas lights and drinking hot chocolate outside and like all these different things there are ways that we can get sunshine and exercise and you know social connection in safe ways and we don't need to be thinking about this in worst case scenario terms we just need to get a little bit more creative and maybe invest some time into thinking thinking about these things and you know just be aware of your risk level and the different risk that comes with activities that we participate in we know that coronavirus spreads um, when we come in close contact with respiratory droplets and people who have coronavirus and so essentially creating more space has creates room for these respiratory droplets to spread out and they linger in the air more in indoor spaces. And so when we're outside, the aerosol droplets can dissipate you know, more quickly. And so if you're walking into a really crowded indoor restaurant, you know, just, just take some time and think to yourself, like just do like a quick overview. Is this a high risk activity? Is this a low risk activity? Would it be more low risk if we ask to sit outside? If you go into a crowded store, is there another store that I can go into to get the same item that's maybe like a little bit bigger where the droplets could be dispersing over more broader space? That sort of thing. Just be, be aware of your own comfort level, your own boundaries, and your own risk level and the different activities that we are participating in this winter. But, you know, absolutely take time to think about what's best for you and ways in which you're excited to participate in the winter of 2020. Alrighty, so now we're going to move on to wellness wins and shortcomings. So Hannah, you can go ahead and take it away with 
your week this week. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been a pretty good week. I'd say my win was kind of related to the like intellectual and occupational health. I took a certification exam on Monday. It's something that I've been wanting to do basically since I started school. So that just felt like a huge accomplishment. Still waiting on those results, but I'm just really proud of myself for going ahead and doing that. Um, and then as far as my shortcoming, this is something I usually don't struggle with, so it's kind of surprising, but I wasn't getting as much sleep as I usually do. Um, I know in the past we've talked about kind of just doing what makes the most sense for you for wellness, but normally I'm someone who gets that like full eight hours of sleep every night, and that really wasn't happening this week, so that will be something I'll be focusing on for the week ahead. Well, yeah, I really hope that you're able to focus, focus on your sleep more. I know that that's a really big determining factor in my personal mental health um, my wellness win this week I made some really good dinners out of pantry items Ooh. which is always really exciting if I can kind of whip something up out of nothing and I really made my grocery stretch extra far this week and I was very proud of that so that's a financial physical emotional win for me however you'd like to say it um, and then I would say wellness shortcomings my mental health this week was not the best and I really wasn't doing a good job in relying on my toolbox for things that I know that can make me feel better so my goal for next week is to just kind of focus on um, relying on those things that I know help me to kind of self-soothe and make me feel better so that's my goal for next week so now we want to introduce a new segment of a wellness shout out and we just want to take this time to recognize either a person or group that's really showing wellness and something that we can strive to ourselves. So our first one is everyone who's voted and ASBSU for promoting that and re reminding Broncos of the importance of voting. It's a great way to stay connected to your community and it can affect a lot of aspects of health. So that's our first one. And then our second one is for a specific individual named Mo McHugh. So she works at St. Luke's and also works as a court-appointed special advocate. So it's a CASA program and that's for children in foster care. And she organized a Halloween costume drive which brought in about 75 new costumes. And that's for children who can really, you know, enjoy a break and a bit of playfulness in their lives. So I think that's a great example about some of the tips we talked about earlier and looking beyond yourself and helping those in your community. And so now that's something fun they can do, dress up at home and still kind of adapt their routines. So those are our shout outs for this week. Thank you for listening to episode three of the Balanced Broncos and for bearing with us through the at times a little bit loud background noise. We really enjoyed sitting out here in this fall day with you all. If you enjoyed this week's episode, feel free to listen to episode one and episode two, where we talked about the eight dimensions of wellness, what is a pure health educator, as well as how to build resilience during the fall 2020 year. We hope you enjoy this Halloween weekend and remember to be safe, practicing social distancing from non-household members, as well as wearing masks and knowing your risks. Happy Halloween.